Good morning, good morning. <clears throat> this is Evangelist Pugh, and I'm getting ready to do a teaching on the Bible. Just some basic stuff about the Bible. First of all, we want to know that the Bible is one book, and it has 66 writings. A lot of times we say 66 books, but it's actually 66 writings. Um, the writings of Moses is what they call the Pentateuch. P-E-N-T-A-T-E-U-C-H. Pentateuch. Um, Moses did the first five writings, which includes Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. In that order. Some examples of what Moses wrote what we call the Torah, the law, the the five writings, the writings of Moses, other words that they would call it would be the law of Moses, the writings, the law, the Pentateuch, the Torah. Again, that's called the five writings. Okay. Um, I have some questions here about scripture, about the writings of Moses, and I'm gonna actually give you the answers for them. And the first question would be, when did God show he was present? Um, you could find that in Genesis 1.1. This is all in the writings of Moses. When God showed that he was a present God was in Genesis 1. Number two would be, when did God show he was supernatural? You could find that answer of God being supernatural in Genesis 2. 21 through 22. Number three, when did God show he was faithful? You can find that answer in Genesis 3, 14 through 16. That's when God showed that he was faithful. When did God show he was holy? That's question number four. The answer there would be Genesis 4, 4. That's when God showed that he was holy. When did God show that he was a savior? That's question number five. You can find that in Genesis 4, verses 13 through 15. And the last question is, how did God show that he was personal? You can find that answer in Genesis 1, verses 27 through 28. So in those six questions, we were able to find out, and we're able to find out if we look it up in Scripture, that how God showed that he was present, how he showed he was supernatural, how he showed that he was our Savior, how he showed that he was faithful to his promises, how he showed that he was holy, and how he showed that he was a personal God. Now, when you read Genesis, Genesis is talking about the origin of things, when things began, the beginning. That's what Genesis represents, is the beginning, the origin of things, when it all started. <clears throat> Just be mindful that God was not created when Genesis um, was written. Everything else was. So, it's when it says this is where it all started, we're talking about heaven heavens and earth we're talking about what god created okay um it was fully detained about the beginning meaning that 
Genesis talked about everything that God created in the beginning. Creation beginnings, um, that's Genesis. Beginning of humans, that's when a human being was was um, created. The beginning of evil on the earth, that's when Satan came. And also, the last one is the plan of rescue. What God had in mind when he was going to rescue his people from the evil and sin that the devil, the enemy caused, okay? So that's what Genesis is talking about. Just know that in spite of, of it all, God already had an escape route for us in Genesis, even though things went wrong. Just remember God gives us a way of escape all the time. God knows the way that we take. He knows which way we're going. God is an all-knowing God. God is a faithful God. God loves us, and God gives us help when needed after asking for it. Now, God can do everything he wants to do. God is an all-knowing God, but he wants us to ask him for help when we need it. The word says we have not because we ask not. And God already knows, but he wants us to ask him for what we need. So God gives us help when needed after asking for it. So make sure you get that point. Exodus is dealing with the way out. When you think of Exodus, think of deliverance, think of departure. Um, that's what Exodus is. The way out. Okay. It says Egyptians trapping the Hebrews through persecution. That's what was going on in Hebrews. Um, Hebrews get saved from slavery and sin. That's what happens in Exodus. And Hebrews get provided a new way out. A new way out. So Exodus is dealing with a way out. The way out. God's way out deliverance and departure that is what <clears throat> exodus is dealing with and note this that god does that for us he always gives us a way out he always show us he he has shown us a new way of life and god he saves us from sin and slavery and he provides us with a new way of life okay so also that also some things that happen in um Exodus and we're going to talk about worship. A lot of times people think a lot of people think that worship begins on Sunday. Like today is Sunday and I am going to church today. But a lot of people think that worship begins when we go to church, when we on our way to church on that Sunday or as we step in the door. But that is not accurate. If you read in Exodus. Exodus 19. And. Specifically 1914. It talks about. Worship. And it talks about how you prepare for worship. Before Sunday. Not on Sunday. But before Sunday. And that's in Exodus 19. 1914. It says, it talks about um, how the people were sanctified. 
mean they had to prep their days. Their days were prepped. They had to be sanctified. And the people had to wash their clothes. They had to prep for the, for Sunday prep days. And the reason why they had to be sanctified and they had to wash their clothes, they had to be ready for the third day, which was the worship day. Okay? The third day. Even the priests had to consecrate themselves. You can find that in Exodus 19 and 22. In Exodus 19 and 7, that's when Moses called for the elders and spoke to them. And in Exodus 19.10, God told Moses to consecrate the people today and tomorrow and wash their clothes. So, sanctification and consecration, sanctification and consecration was two days before worship. So, in, in, in after, let me see. After talking about sanctification and consecration and letting you know that it took about two days to get ready for worship, which is the third day. Worship was the third day, and for us is Sunday. You should be ready for church on Fridays to be ready for God on Sundays. Now, I know that sounds like a stretch, but all I'm saying is that in their day, that's what they did. They... They sanctified themselves and they consecrated themselves for two days. And they worshipped on the third day. Okay. So anyway, that was my little tidbit with Genesis and a little bit of Exodus. Um, so that we could understand Genesis and Exodus a little better. Amen. You guys have a great day. Bye.